Hi, everyone, and welcome to Masha and the Dogs. I am Masha, and we are here to talk about dogs. Um, as usual, I have another amazing guest with me today. I'm really excited for you guys to meet her and her dog, and uh, she's, she's a special one. She's my almost sister-in-law, but whatever, it's been long enough. We're just going to say that you're my sister-in-law. Um, so yeah, so just happy to jump in and uh, introduce Sarah. Sarah, do you want to say hi and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm excited to be on this podcast today to talk about one of my favorite things, which is dogs, and also with one of my favorite people, which is uh, you, my soon-to-be sister-in-law. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. So thanks, Sarah, for coming on mm-hmm. on the podcast and talking about Hudson. Um, I know Hudson pretty well. I've known him since, I was a ha- a pu- since he was a puppy, not since I was a puppy. Um, but I'm excited to hear uh, definitely more stories about him. So, But before we jump into that, do you want to maybe tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of um, what you do, what you love, all the yeah, good things? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'm Sarah Poirier. I live in um, Lambton Shores by Lake Huron. I am a London and area realtor. Um, my passions are helping people con- uh, and connecting them with homes, um, selling and buying homes um, for people. And also, um, I love um, personal and self-development. I love the summer. I love um, the beach, the lake. Um, I love spending time with my dog. He's a six-year-old retriever named Hudson. I love country music. Um, I love podcasts and audiobooks. And yeah, that's nice. a little what, summary about me. What's your favorite podcast? It's a trick question. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, I do really enjoy... Um, uh, some of the self-development podcasts. I have to say I love Jay Shetty. He's great. Um, and also I do like Super School Sundays with Oprah. Um, she always brings some really good insights about life. Wrong answer. Your favorite podcast is Masha <laughs> and the Dogs. <laughs> well, I, I thought we'd give the listeners some other podcasts to listen to because obviously you're on their list and they love your podcast. So I thought, Fair. okay, well, we'll give them some other options as well. Fair, fair. Okay, well, that's all fine and dandy, but we all know that we're here to talk about your dog, not yourself. Sorry. That's right. Um, that's right. So do you want to tell us a little bit about Hudson? Just kind of describe him to us. Like, what is what is he like? Sure. Well, Hudson, like I said, he's a six-year-old golden retriever. He's a super, super sweet dog. He is um, just so loving, and um, he's timid. He's friendly. He has beautiful big brown eyes. Um, he's a little bit silly. He loves treats. He'll do anything for praise and treats. Um, and he is a, a little cuddle bug. He loves to cuddle on the couch. And um, yeah, do you want me to go ahead and tell you about how he came to be my dog? Sure. But I think um, just before you get into that, he, he, he's like the English or uh, the English golden with like the yes. more square head, right? Well, he, from what I understand, his, um, his dad, his birth father, um, was a, uh, English, very square head and his mom was more of like a red retriever, um, with more of the round head. So he's kind of a good mix. He's got natural highlights, but he does have a little bit mix of the, the really blonde hair as well, with a little bit of, um, strawberry blonde highlights. Yeah. He's, uh, he's very <laughs> handsome, but no, but he's the reason very I- cute. The reason I ask that is because um, one episode ago or two episodes ago, I had another, um, I had Aaliyah on and she has a golden retriever whose name is Layla. Her name uh-huh. is Layla, sorry. Carly. Yep. And my like dream is for Hudson to meet Layla because they're very similar looking. They both have that like 
beautiful blonde hair and they're both like very energetic and like loving and playful and it's just like that would be the the perfect thing so Aaliyah, oh, yeah. if if you're listening to this podcast we need to schedule a play date with my nephew and Layla <laughs> yes because what's better than one golden retriever two golden retrievers <laughs> I agree <laughs> okay all right. right do do tell us how Hudson came into your life what's the what's the origin story of Sarah and Hudson everyone knows when you love a dog the worst day in anyone's life that's a dog lover is the day you lose a dog mm-hmm. um dogs unfairly do not last as um, very long as, hum- as humans do so if you're a dog lover like i am you will definitely have many dogs in life so i went almost a year without having a dog in my life and i realized that i did not walk en- enough and i was not a happy person because a lot of my purpose comes from um you know serving my dog loving my dog getting up and feeding my dog coming home and being greeted by my dog it just feels like that's where i'm supposed to be with in my life right i'm a dog mom um so i was just kind of to the point where i was ready to to um welcome another four-legged friend into my life so i went on kijiji actually which i didn't think i was going to i was going to get a dog from a breeder but i just was on kijiji and i found um this adorable little pup and he had a block in front of his photo that said number four on it um and i'm guessing that's how the person who had this litter of puppies differentiated them and the ad said he's very timid and he's the last of his litter and i thought oh well if he's there i think he's my dog so the next day i went to go meet him and it was love at first sight and i picked him up and never put him back down until i brought him to PetSmart for his very first bath that afternoon so I wasn't exactly anticipating having a puppy and it was really fun to um, take him to puppy school and to teach him and I really took it very seriously. Um, I just adored that little pup and he really quickly became my baby. So yeah, that's how he became mine. Cool. Yeah. No, that's yeah. a it's a good story. And I want to kind of chat, if you don't mind, a little bit about like, yeah. um, so you know how there people get kind of like... Um, a bit fresh, upset maybe if you, they hear that you get like your dog from Kijiji or whatever. Yes. But I think, yes. um, I think it's hard though, because as like, what do you, what do you do? Right. If you're in a situation where, you know, you, you come across this dog and you fall in love with them and you know, maybe it's like, like not the best condition, but you have mm-hmm. the opportunity to take them out of that and like give them a good life. I like, what Correct. are you supposed to do just to pass, pass up that right. opportunity? I don't think that's, I don't think that's right. Now, any yeah. listeners out there, if you know the answer to this question, um, DM me on yeah. Instagram, Masha and the dogs, like what's the appropriate thing to do in this uh, in this situation? Because a lot of the time too, like um, even if you call like SPCA or whatever, their um, like regulations and stuff are pretty kind of loose. So like as long as, you know, the dogs are um, fed, there's access to water, access mm-hmm. to outdoors and stuff. There's not much you can do. So like unless it's a puppy mill, they're not really going to do anything. Um, so what do you do? Yeah. Right. Like, is that, was yeah. that kind of your thought process when you, yeah, when you I did him? not love where he was living. Um, I, when I got to the house that he was, um, at where I bought him from, I did not love where he was. Um, but certainly felt like I couldn't leave him there, but also right. really, really enjoyed him and loved him right from, um, first sight. So I kind of feel like he already existed and he was available to be loved yeah. so that was my I just think everything happened the way it was supposed to even though I thought no I'm gonna buy a dog with papers from a 
breeder from like someone who's got you know everything aligned but um that's not how i found him so no and that's okay because um Mm -hmm. you know if I learned anything from having this podcast is that the, the stories of like how people come upon their um, furry soulmates is very similar. Like mm-hmm. it just kind of happens, right? You like yeah. get the dog you didn't expect to get or, or whatever. They kind totally. of come, come into your life the way that they're supposed to. So that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do you want to move on kind of to, to the next um, question yeah. and maybe, yeah. Yeah. So um the next question that you wanted me to uh, answer was what makes my dog a hero? And honestly, yes. his superpower is that he just makes people happy. He is just a spreader of love and joy. And I can tell you numerous stories because he just loves people young and old um, of when we have made people's days just by stopping when we're walking or um, where we used to live, the bus stop for the kids was right outside the house. And every morning it was routine that we'd come out and all the kids would yell Hudson and he would roll around and let them rub his belly and he would lick them and just make um, their parents laugh and, you know, bring light and love into the world, into their mornings. And then, you know, quickly um, he's trained me that when he sees somebody, he has to stop. And it's not just when he sees another dog, it's when he sees, um, you know, anybody, he will, he will stop on his leash and he'll just sit and wait for them to come over. And he has trained um, everyone, strangers and, uh, you know, complete, complete strangers just to stop, just to come over to see him because he will not move until they come over. And so, um, yeah, he'll just lay down and let anybody rub his belly. So so um, we have where we live now, we have um, several people that carry carry treats so that when they see him they will give him a treat um people don't know my name but they know that he's Hudson and if I don't have him with me like if I'm going to go walk um the the like uh the the trails or the beach uh, without him people will ask me where's Hudson even the neighbors will say where's Hudson where's Hudson um so he really is loved and um people do enjoy him um and I think that that's his superpower is that he just makes people happy um and people love watching him uh yeah. play play and roll around and make snow angels um and yeah he's he's just uh he's just a, a light in, in the world he's a yeah. lovely dog <laughs> that's that's a great point i think um for sure hudson you know like he he does bring so much joy to people and especially me like i always enjoy i you always, always do. do yeah i always do <laughs> my favorite um moment still so to, to listeners I've met Hudson you know since he was a little puppy but I think like my favorite moment that I will never forget was when um Jared who's my fiance and I came to visit you up at the cottage and we both got out of the car at the same time and he comes like running down the driveway yes. like so full much energy full on yes. like yes. running running so hard his like little butts underneath him ears flailing and then yeah. he runs he like bypasses Jared completely and runs to me runs first to you <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was like, yep, this is does. this is my nephew. He know he picked uh, he picked a favorite, and then um, I think probably the 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 sweet potato treats that I used oh, to bring him yes. have something to do with it. <laughs> you love sweet potato treats. You always bring him the best treats, and you know it's funny because he is he. One thing that he teaches me all the time is to be excited to see people, and um, if COVID hasn't taught us to be excited to see people sure Hudson has um, because when you know whether I'm gone for five minutes or five hours 
he's so excited and like he'll do what i call the zoomies where he like runs around the yard when he's excited um and like he just if someone pulls in he wants to see who's out there he's so friendly not a very good guard dog but super super friendly and uh yeah he's just he, he just makes people happy because he just is full of energy and love for humans and dogs yeah. alike yeah, and he's ve- and he's very lucky to live with you because you guys live so close to the beach, right? So you do lots yes. of lots of beach walks. And does he like to go yes. swimming? He loves going swimming. Yes, chasing sticks and going swimming, and he loves the beach. And yes, he loves he loves all that. And one thing that's funny about him is like when he plays with um, smaller dogs, and you you could probably um, uh, agree with this is that he mm-hmm. he can be very gentle. So he's very good playing with puppies or dogs that are. Um, smaller breeds where he's, he could be gentle. He knows the word gentle, gentle. And I say, oh, he's just a baby. And Hudson can play very gently, which is nice too. Oh, for sure. I mean, Hudson met Sonia. Um, yes, and drank out of a very, very tiny bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, for I'm sure most of the listeners know, but I have a very small dog. She's a miniature long hair dash hound. She's 16. She is literally probably the size of Hudson's head. And mm-hmm. they met a couple of summers ago. And it was like the absolute cutest thing because Hudson was very gentle with her. And she, she barked at him a couple of times. She was like, um, <laughs> sure, you're a big and all, but I'm the boss. And he <laughs> exactly. thought that the water from her tiny little dish was like so much tastier. <laughs> Oh, yes. It was better water. <laughs> yeah. But then at least um, he, you know, he had the little uh, kiddie pool that you, you got for yes. him. Yes. Um, and then he um, he went in with, when Sonia went in. Because remember, he was like, this is my pool. You can't just yes. use it. <laughs> yes. As soon as she went in, he had to go in. Yeah. Yeah. They're so cute. I love those two together. And then they went on a little hike together. It was It was beautiful. Yeah, they are cute. It's cute to see him with a small dog because he he doesn't really care. He likes all dogs. Yes, he's lovely. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, so yeah, um, that's that's a beautiful story. You know, I love. Um, I think yeah, definitely something dogs have in common is like making people around them happy, and especially you know in these um, kind of crazy times, it's so important. Dogs are are what we have to kind of keep things positive and keep things going. I think. Oh, yes. And I mean, like dog walks are never canceled, no matter how many things have gotten canceled in the last year and four months. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. It's been such a long time. Yeah. How crazy is that? Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. Well, if uh, you are ready, we can move on to um, learning about a very important historical um, yes. canine figure. Um, so... Okay, this one this one's a little bit sensitive, but I'll tr- I'll try to kind of kind of work around it, and you'll you'll understand why. So, mm-hmm. um, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about a historical dog figure who is tiny, so opposite of Hudson, um, mm-hmm. but she was huge in her personality and her popularity and and kind of just the fame. Um, she was a tiny Chihuahua whose bug eyes and sweet face captured the hearts of millions of fast food enthusiasts. Ah. I know. So today we're going to be remembering Gidget, the Chihuahua, but you probably know her better as the Taco Bell dog. Mm-hmm. Do you know, do you know her? Do you know the Taco Bell dog, Sarah? I do know the Taco Bell dog. Okay. Well, that makes two of us now, but I had, I actually did not know. <laughs> I did not know that Taco Bell had a dog. Um, 
actually I had no idea that Taco Bell had a dog mascot for any period of time. Uh, but funny enough, my um, lovely fiance, Jared, that we talked about a bit and his friend mentioned it on their podcast called Photography Brothers, which you should check out, by mm-hmm. the way. Another um, great podcast. Yes, for sure. It's it's a fun one. But they um they mentioned that, you know, I should cover the Taco Bell dog. And I was like, the Taco Bell dog? What? Yes, this really? is the dog that said, that speaks and says, Yo quiero Taco Bell, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the dog. So I had no, I don't know. I'm not from Canada, so I had no idea. <laughs> now, that little dog, I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe you can tell us. Tell us the story, but I don't know if that little dog is being used anymore. Maybe the little dog is no longer with us. Um. Yes, I will tell you all about it. So, yes. I just want to um, do a little preamble, though, um, because to this episode by saying that, you know, there is some political and cultural controversy surrounding Gidget um, Mm -hmm. for being a mascot for Taco Bell, um, Mm -hmm. obviously. But I'm not I'm going to try to kind of like not get into too much of the of the politics. I really just want to focus on Gidget's life and career. Um, and you might actually be surprised to learn that she doesn't owe a hundred percent of her fame to Taco Bell. There's other things no. that she did, yeah. And so, you know, Gidget was a dog, so unfortunately, she couldn't really choose what brands or situations she was affiliated with. Um, right. And I'm sure, and I'm sure if she could, she may have uh, made different choices, and she may have stayed away from Taco Bell for many reasons, and not just for political, but also because um, Taco Bell is not really that great for you as like no. food <laughs> and isn't like with her being a female chihuahua wasn't the voice that was used for taco bell a male's voice sure was she transcended yeah. gen- she transcended yeah. gender gender lines yeah she's a kind wow. of wow how progressive yeah. of her yeah i i know very much so right yeah. um Okay, so we're going to jump into it, but just so you guys know, my sources for today are admascots.fandom.com and americacomesalive.com, just so if you wanted to check those out, you can. So, Gidget, that was her name, uh, she was born on February the 7th, uh, 1994 in Los Angeles, California, and in 1995, a woman named Sue Chipperton, who was an animal trainer, um, with Studio Animal Services, which is a company that provides like all types of animals for the entertainment industry. So like movies and commercials and all that good stuff. Mm. Um, So she was looking for her next big star, essentially. Um, And I guess she visited the home of a West Highland Terrier breeder uh, because she was planning to select some Westie puppies for an upcoming shoot. Um, But they also had a Chihuahua who lived there. And who had recently had some pups. Um, And so when this person, Sue Chipperton, saw Gidget, she was like totally smitten. Kind of like Mm. how you were smitten with Hudson when you saw (laughs) number four. You know what that's like. Yeah. Um, So Gidget was a pint-sized pup. She was confident outgoing energetic and absolutely filled with personality um and those are apparently traits that trainer looks for when they're selecting a dog for studio work um Gidget was very small she was 12 pounds um and she looked like a pretty typical chihuahua she was golden in color she had you know those um kind of dainty legs she had cute button eyes but her ears were really big so it kind of gave her like this extra extra cute appearance Mm. so 
Sue, um, who was this animal trainer, um, called another woman called Karen. I cannot pronounce her last name no matter how hard I try, but it's Karen McElhatton. Okay. Well, regardless of what her name is, she was the co-owner of Studio Animal Services. Um, Hmm. And so Sue was a trainer, so she had to call Karen to to basically get permission to bring the dog back. Um, Karen agreed, and Gidget went home with Sue to begin work. Um, Okay. And in training, Sue found the dog to to respond very well to two things, uh, tasty treats and her favorite toy called the Mrs. Hedgehog. Oh, cute i think hudson responded well to treats i think hudson has had a hedgehog before and didn't one of your dogs have a hedgehog before too yeah lucia definitely has uh, she has two hedgehogs well three okay so it must be like a thing dogs like hedgehogs yeah although yes although um we had to get her one of the the we had to get lucia like reinforced hedgehogs because the one that she had originally she like tore two shreds in a day oh boy okay I think Hudson is much more gentle with his toys, although I have seen him take the stuffing no, out he, of a few. Yeah. He's very gentle for a while, and then he somehow just had it with his toys, and then after a while, he just takes all the stuffing out. Well, you know, it's okay. You gotta yep. do what you yep. gotta do. Exactly. Um, so in 1997, Taco Bell uh, decided to make a commercial starring Chihuahuas. Um, now, why Chihuahuas... Um, apparently, don't quote me on this, but apparently uh, it's a dog that's fairly popular in Mexico. Uh-huh. This is already kind of where like the cultural, political uh, situation that's sensitive kind of comes in. Um, so anyway, they, I guess, contacted Studio Animal Services because they knew that they could get um, dogs, um, dog actors from there. Um, okay. And Gidget auditioned for the role and she actually got the main role. And oh. in, in the commercial, uh, Gidget, like you said, portrayed a male chihuahua um, who proclaims in a richly Spanish accent, Yo quiero Taco Bell, which means, do you want, uh, no, it means I want something. I want tacos. Yeah, I want yeah. tacos. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the person who was the um, voice actor was Carlos Al- Alazar. Wow. I am so good at pronouncing last names. Carlos Alazraqui. Okay. I so he was, um, he was a Mexican, was he? Um, I don't, I'm not sure where he was hmm. from, but I, yeah, I think he, he, he definitely spoke Spanish. Um, and uh-huh. they, they obviously use special effects to, to make that happen. But yeah, it's definitely interesting that she um, portrayed a male character, but it's not the first time. Like, did you know also that um, the dog who played Toto, uh, in Wizard of Oz, was a female dog, but Toto's a is a boy, and this was like way. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, it's because you didn't listen oh. to my podcast no, episode that. about Toto. I missed that one. Yeah, well, well that's yeah. interesting. I guess I guess that's the thing about dogs, right? Is that it's hard sometimes to tell if they're male or female. Yeah, and they can just uh, transcend uh, yeah. gender identity like that. Um, totally. So, on set, Gidget's uh, work ethic was um, actually quite remarkable. She would literally um, 
you know, according to to uh, records, she would come alive with excitement when she arrived at the studio. So she kind of knew what was up. Um, and once she was taken to the set and shown her mark, she had absolutely no problem lo- locating the, the camera and looking directly into it. She was a little bit of a, of a poser. She's like, yes, I am beautiful. Ah. Uh, and she quickly learned that if she got into position, she would get a treat. Um, and Gidget usually wasn't too concerned with noises and other distractions and things. But on the Taco Bell set, um, the client, the agency, and the crew really took to quieting down the moment Gidget came on set. Um, because they all were like super protective of her and wanted to make sure that she was um, safe and like not scared and felt kind of was in a relaxed environment, which is really nice because that's what yeah. that's what you want to hear. You don't want to hear about um, animal abuse or animal cruelty going on on these movie sets or filming Definitely. Um, so if a director wanted to make a correction and the action was stopped, uh, Sue Chipperton, who was Gidget's trainer, would return Gidget to her crate and then work um, out the new instructions with a director um, so that Gidget wouldn't be stressed. Also, you know, being a Chihuahua, they're obviously like very small, very dainty dogs. You want to make sure that they don't accidentally get hurt or stepped on by somebody. Um, and then when a take was completed, Sue Chipperton would toss Mrs. Hedgehog. Uh, and that was Gidget's cue to fetch the hedgehog and go back to her crate to rest. So she had those uh, those cues, which is pretty cool. Mm. Um and this I found really interesting. So during the height of her fame, as the Taco Bell dog Gidget flew first class, she was invited to open the New York Stock Exchange, and she oh, made wow. an appearance at Madison Square Garden on numerous talk shows. Gee. Yeah. And she so was... there, was, there was some other, um, you mentioned there was some other uh, acting jobs that she had. Yeah, for sure. So... Um, Basically what happened, Gidget's career as the Taco Bell dog ended fairly quickly because the entire ad campaign was dropped um, because it was culturally insensitive. Right. <laughs> um, and I'm sure Gidget wasn't too upset about, you know, no longer representing the fast food chain for many reasons like we mentioned. Um, and she yeah. went on to bigger and better things. So she starred in a Geico commercial. Um, and this was really cool. Like, I actually did not know this. Um, and I thought this was absolutely amazing. She also played Bruiser's mom in Legally Blonde in 2003. Oh, oh you're kidding. Yeah. Oh, she is famous. Yeah, and apparently, like, so this is really cute, too, but, um, so Bruiser, I guess, and her were, like, friends, like, they knew each other, um, uh-huh. and there's a scene in the movie where uh, the two dogs, like, run towards each other, they're reunited, and that was, like, candid, so they had, the dogs had been kind of separated for a little bit, and they hadn't seen each uh-huh. other in a while, so that shot is actually just two good, uh, old oh. doggo friends being reunited. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, it is. I love that. Um, Now, unfortunately, the Taco Bell days did haunt her and she was uh, too heavily identified with, you know, um, the brand. The brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, why we know her as, you know, the Taco Bell dog and not the Legally Blonde dog or um, Gidget, which was her name. Um, So at the age of 10, Gidget retired from TV work and kind of went on to live a a pretty normal life. Oh, 
Um, she spent the last five years of her life romping on the beach in Venice, California, which is so, so bougie. Nice. So bougie. <laughs> I love it. That's what that's what retired actresses do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> or Hudson, apparently. <laughs> or Hudson, apparently. Yeah, he just retired at six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the there he yep. <laughs> Um. So she hung out with Sue Chipperton's three other dogs. Um. That was her trainer. And yeah, she had a pretty normal, happy and normal life. And at the age of 15, Gidget unfortunately suffered a stroke. Um, And thankfully, I think her trainer was there. So she was able to take her to the like emergency vet. But there was nothing really that they could do. So she crossed the Rainbow Bridge. Um, And many... Many media and news outlets published obituaries and articles that highlighted the story and the life of this tiny dog. Um, And, you know, despite the negative associations with the Taco Bell ad campaign, Gidget herself is actually remembered very fondly and she is loved. Aw, so cute. She is a cutie. And that's the story of Gidget, the Taco Bell dog. Taco Bell dog. Yeah. But also, I think that we should just we should we should try to remember her just as Gidget because it's mm-hmm. not fair. It's not fair, you know. Taco Bell can't well, get all it, the credit. I think it's very cool that she was in um, Legally Blonde. Yes, she sure was. That's she was very bru- cool. She was Bruiser's that, mom. Very, that would be that would be better if that's how she was uh, thought of. Yeah, because yeah. that's a, that's a great that's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Legally Blonde really is a great movie. I I. Yeah. I I love it. I've watched it more than more than once. <laughs> so fun. Um, well, that was interesting to learn about. Yeah. And I don't know. Um, so this was 1997. I don't know how many like uh, commercials they actually came out with. I know there's one for sure that she's she, you know, was the star of. But yeah. I, I don't know if there was more than one. I think it was just that. So one. do you know in the Geico one if she if she had um like a voiceover like she did in the Taco Bell one or was she just in that commercial for the insurance company? Um, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure. She may have had a voiceover or maybe she just kind of was, um, was there. Just in it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But I definitely find it interesting too, like how, you know, these male, female dogs sometimes in these movies or commercials play um, male dogs and kind of how Mm -hmm. much more fluid their gender um, is. And, um, you know, interestingly, I think for the commercial, like originally there was another male chihuahua who was supposed to be the star of the, um, of the commercial, but then they changed their mind because Gidget was just um, so much cuter. (laughs) And now what do they have a lizard or something in that guy called? In the Gecko commercial? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think they have the lizard. Now, Taco Bell doesn't yeah. have any No, animal, Taco Bell doesn't. Think. Do, do ta- yeah, no animals, but I think the Gecko now has the lizard. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. They, like the, they like the animals, I guess. Gecko, yeah. Well, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, like, companies now that use animals because there's Gecko, there's, you know, uh, Telus. Mm-hmm. With the with the critters, Talos has the critters, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. You used to be able to collect them. They had like little stuffed toys. I don't know if you can still do that. Yeah, I don't know either. But that's really cool. Yeah, I know, right? Famous awesome. dogs, love it. Do you think Hudson would ever want to be in a commercial? 
he definitely would. He once did a uh, photo shoot for Pat Pocket, and he really enjoyed it. So he that was his uh, that was his only modeling job that he's had. But he definitely uh, would do well uh, in in a commercial, especially not... one about like a sleeping dog. That's what he's yeah. doing right now. <laughs> That's not true. He was in another photo shoot. He was in another photo shoot with you. Remember? Oh yes, he was more recently. Last fall, he was. Yeah, we did a photo shoot. Him and I. But he he what he really does does like uh being a uh, a uh, in the pet pocket campaign. He really loved yeah. that. Well, yeah. he yeah. I mean, he's uh he's he's pretty famous. He was definitely on the pet pocket Instagram, which oh gosh, yeah. You all should check out if you have a dog and you want a custom T-shirt with your dog on it. You should go to petpocket.ca. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks and for I bringing one... that up. <laughs> no problem. I have I have a great pet pocket shirt with my Hudson um, silhouette on the pocket, and uh, yeah, it's pretty okay. nice to to be able to you know wear wear a shirt that has your your dog, and you even do a custom one if you have a very unique dog. You can even do a custom one. Yeah. So yeah. Do you ever take Hudson with you, like when you um, I don't know, like show houses or just like for any of the appointments? Do you ever take him with oh. you? Yeah, definitely. Um, I I make jokes with him sometimes. Like if I think, oh, you want to come in and go to work with me, and we say, oh, you have to go to work today. And uh, not as much now when the weather's hotter, but definitely when it's uh, you know a nice fall day or spring day, and he wants to come along, he'd rather come with me than stay home alone. So lots of times um, I'll take him, and especially if my clients are dog lovers, they like mm-hmm. to see him too. And uh, yeah, some people say, oh, if I'm coming over to to do work with them say oh bring Hudson he's welcome people nice. love him and Does I he... say oh, oh he's so hairy that's the only thing about retrievers is they're the hairiest dogs this uh, is true this is true yeah does he, they does shed he... does he help you close the deals oh yeah he always puts his uh sense in for sure and uh yeah likes to have his paw in the mix for sure I love it. Yeah, no, he no, he he does love to help me work. He will lay on the mat at my desk and and uh, and help me. He loves that. So it's nice to have the company too. We all work from home now, so it is sure nice to have a coworker that, um, you know, is just sweet and quiet and lays on the floor and sleeps. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Well, listen, if we ever um are like in the market for a new house or anything, uh, one of the requirements I'm gonna have for sure is that there needs to be a, a dog realtor. Uh, present oh oh yeah so I don't know if you noticed this week on my Instagram but it's really gone to the dogs so um yeah there's been quite a few um dog posts because I FaceTimed one of my clients that has two golden retrievers um and and the and I told the dogs that they're getting a new backyard and then um I did a post because we upset one of my clients dogs quite a bit because when people are you know moving or you know listing their house people like to make it look like they don't have a dog so we really you know put Winston out because he had no toys left in his house and his blankets were moved and all of his things were um different so we put him out but he he helped put the the sold sign up so he was he was happy that that process was over after five days (laughs) (laughs) I bet I bet well speaking of tomorrow I'm dropping off treats for him because he's a good boy Nice. I love it. But speaking of Instagram, do you want to share, uh, do you want to share your Instagram where people can follow you and see these uh, dogs that you're talking about? Yes. So it's easy to find me. It's either leading London or it's Sarah Poirier underscore realtor. Love and it's it. Sarah with an H. Yes. And uh, yeah, I like I, my, my Instagram is a lot about um, real estate and a lot about dogs. <laughs> 
both great things. <laughs> both great things, yes. No, no complaints there. Um, totally. Okay, well, this was uh, this was fun, Sarah. Thank you for coming on the podcast and chatting Thank about you for having me chatting about Hudson and um you know uh Gidget the Taco Bell dog I'm I'm really glad you knew who she was because I definitely didn't <laughs> oh I I knew right away and I I knew the tagline because you know that's famous the famous True. tagline now the real question is did that influence you to eat at Taco Bell no oh see there you go no. <laughs> I don't think but I do I do like dogs and I do like tacos <laughs> Just not Taco Bell, yeah. You know, yeah, same. Just, yeah, same. I don't think I would. I don't think there's anything that could influence me to eat at Taco Bell. But no offense if you do. No, no, no offense. But yeah, I like tacos and I like dogs. So yeah, fair. Alrighty. Um. So yeah, definitely go um, follow Sarah on her Instagram. Uh, and when I post um, on my Instagram, which is Masha um, dot and the dogs, uh, I'll be sure to tag you in, in that po- post so they can uh, easily Thank find you. So much. you. Um, and you can also see Hudson uh, in that yes. post as well because he's super cute. He is. Before we wrap up, too, I just want to give a shout out to Sydney. She edit this, edits this podcast, uh, and I'm really grateful for all of the work that she does on it. it makes it sound really good. Um, and then I already brought this up, but just one more time, if you're looking for more cool podcasts to listen to, definitely check out Photography Brothers. Um, they cover a lot of really neat stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in and for listening. And uh, until next time, but for now, go cuddle your dog.